0: The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Ben Haworth.
1: I'm Sarah Becker.
2: And I'm Peter Dancy.
0: And this is the Movie Gang Podcast. Welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. This week we will be discussing one of the most critically acclaimed movies of the year, Moonlight. And we will also be discussing why why is this so hard to see (laughs) and why does Hollywood (laughs) hate us so much. Because, as you can tell, it is the Geek Space Nine crew on this time. Uh, Not by choice so much, as just by uh, circumstance. A lot of people definitely wanted to be on this episode, but it was just sort of the best week that it worked. And uh, unfortunately, even though it's showing in 600 theaters, uh, we were the only ones who were able to see it. So,
2: yeah, thanks Hollywood. No, yeah, I was just gonna say like like like, 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 like wide release at least in, at least in this case doesn't necessarily mean wide release. Unfortunately,
1: yeah, like I felt very lucky to be able to see it in Fort Worth that I didn't have to drive to Dallas or something. That being said, it was showing at. Like one movie theater in Fort Worth at three forty p.m. in the afternoon for a few days, and now it's still showing in that same single theater in Fort Worth, but it's showing at ten fifty-five p.m. Yep. That- and uh, I may be a millennial, but I don't like staying out that late, especially just <laughs> for a movie.
2: Yeah, so. I, I have the same. I had the same experience. The, 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 the theater I went to, it, it was it was showing for a few. It was showing for a few days. At, at the times of seven ten p.m. and then ten thirty p.m. and it's like that's it
0: uh, yeah that sounds about right yeah. i uh i am a big old cinephile bubble in los angeles right now uh, you my, lucky uh, bastard i am <laughs> my the theater that's within walking distance to me was showing loving and i went and saw it because the next week it would have manchester by the sea and lion two other like oscar bait movies Dude. that won't be showing in your towns until like months from now My point being, Hollywood, it's the new millennia. Get this shit on VOD already. Seriously. Seriously. People want to see these movies, and you're just not even letting them have the opportunity. And it pisses me off.
2: It's a problem, and you need to fix it. Do better, Hollywood.
0: Come on. So, but we do have us three here, and we will be discussing Moonlight. But first, it'll be Trailer Corner. And as we recorded this just a few hours ago, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 trailer came out yes as to be expected lots of fun jokes lots of cute baby Groot merchandising i mean baby uh, Groot um, okay. yep, moments you know and a song like classic 70s song so what do we think of this trailer guys
2: oh my god it was great i i thought it was i i thought much much like much like the trailers we got for uh, guardians volume 1 this trailer this trailer was a lot of fun and I mean, I because mean, I mean, because like we got to see all of the characters that we loved. We got to see Groot now as baby Groot, and like, and because, like, and like, be, I mean, like the trailer starts out with Rocket trying to explain the plan to baby Groot and get baby Groot to understand. Okay, this is the bomb. This is the button that we're gonna press. Don't press this one because the bomb will go off and we'll all die. Now relay it back to me. I am Groot. Not that button. What did I just tell you? Like it was so cute. It was so good.
1: I am Groot. Little oh, tiny baby Groot I, voice.
2: Like I like I I wish I wish I was in the recording booth with 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 Vin Diesel this time. Like I, 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 I hear hearing hearing how he was saying I am Groot this time around. So that, so that, so then I could, so then I could hear it like so, so then I can hear it played back like as a cute baby voice. I, I want I want to hear that, that, that juxtaposition.
0: That
1: like is something I the, was uh, going to ask. Actually, is it it's still Vin Diesel? But I, I, I believe it is Vin Diesel. Voice.
0: But they're doing a South Park thing where they're speeding up his audio to make it uh, uh, cuter. Yeah, <laughs> got it. <laughs> so yes, I believe it is still Vin Diesel. But uh, he's doing his Vin Diesel way down here voice. I am Groot, and then they just speed it up more and more and more until mm-hmm. it gets even cuter i would like to be in the audio department for that day where they're like it needs to be cuter damn it <laughs> even cuter uh this show was great <laughs> it was interesting i compared it to guardians one i went back and i forgot how kind of dark that trailer is it's uh, semi-dark it's got the jokes you know it, it has a the perfect intro joke which is like you know i'm star lord who which works because we don't know these characters at all um, and it is literally just like, here's these characters, here's their wacky stuff. But it's also like really dark and a lot of like violent screaming and especially weird in comparison with Suicide Squad, which actually was a dark movie that then was edited like a wacky comedy. This was clearly more of a wackyish comedy, I think, in my mind, at least how I remember it, um, edited as a dark movie. And so I'm kind of glad that this one's like fun. <laughs> like, it's just fun because I will say... Uh, my biggest problem with Doctor Strange for me was the quips. I felt like they really kind of didn't land very well a lot of the time for me. Uh, but Guardians' forced. humor just really works. And I feel like the humor's still on point very much in this trailer. So that makes me excited because uh, I'm, I'm excited to just go have fun and not be sort of invested in this bigger story that I'm getting a little tired of. I like to just go and have it's a good old time even if Thanos might show his ugly purple face up again
2: right i, I mm. mean c- i mean cuz like we're clearly going to get like we're clearly going to get like I, I, you know like the, like this the, ser- the seriousness of 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 a sto- of a story at some point but i'm glad that i'm i'm glad that that that, that the, their first like official full trailer was Capitalizing on, wh- on on what a lot of us re- remember from the first movie anyway, and which is the humor, and they and they they they, they edited this clearly knowing that and being aware of it. Yeah, and, yeah, and they and, did a
1: very good job with it.
2: And another good choice: the
0: song is uh, a sweet uh, "Fox on the Run," which is just a very classic '70s song. It was in uh, "Dazed and Confused," one of the great uh, '70s nostalgia movies. Uh, so I think it's 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 a good sign that things are. Back on track, and I guess it's one of the weird sequels where I'm like, I'm kind of okay if we just kind of play the hits again. In a lot of ways, I'm kind of fine if we just have fun. Though I'm frustrated, no Kurt Russell uh, in this yeah. trailer, and uh, I think they're probably saving him for the movie. And I imagine it'll be something great. But I I love Kurt Russell to death, and I want to see what he's doing in this movie very much.
2: Yeah, I, I was I was gonna I was gonna bring that up, like I I uh, to to kind to kind of continue uh, how. I, to continue the point of, like, about how this trailer was just more fun than serious, I liked that. Uh, I, I I liked that they they didn't give us really any like I, I, any, any indication of what of what the story was going to be like. I mean I mean I mean I mean you know of course we saw them fighting a huge monster, which I, which I actually. Remember seeing um, as concept art a few a few mu- a few months ago when um, in in, the, in uh, from the Empire magazine when when it, when a piece was written on uh, when it was it was it was written on Guardians Guardians volume volume two. So so when I saw that like that like that huge alien like mo- like super multi teeth octopus esque uh, beast, I was like, I've seen you. I know exactly where you came from, and I and and I'm actually glad that that is what they decided to put in this trailer um with 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 five of them fighting rather than it rather than the, rather than it being like okay here's the story it's like nope we're just, we're this it's it's just this one creature you've seen him before but we're not going to give you any clues we're not here for that right now not not today come back in two months
0: yeah it's totally a, a classic teaser trailer and one i wish we lived in an age where that can just end but that's just not how marketing works and i understand that but uh I would say if you're excited for Guardians, maybe stop here. You know, uh, I think it's on track, but you might—I don't know how spoiler it'll get from here on out. One thing I'll add, and thankfully Jack is not here, or else you guys would be stuck in a 10-minute long nerdy technical mm-hmm. conversation. Oh lord. Uh, which is that this is the first film shot on the Red Weapon 8K camera, which is this unbelievable camera that um, they shot on, and the colors look um believable in this trailer to me. I think
2: like,
1: they so really good. did. I wasn't sure if that was just, you know, really good CGI right. or something, but it's it's good to know that, you know, there's a reason it looked better.
2: Right.
0: Yeah, Marvel's been criticized, especially lately, for having really bland color grading, and I feel like this one is a lot, a lot more on point
2: yeah like th- yeah. Th- they they uh, they allow themselves at, at least in the guardians movies they uh, they allow themselves to have it be colorful instead of it, instead of it being like instead instead of it having like like a like a slight gray scale or or have or have the colors be muted duller duller whatever like they 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 uh, they allow guardians i mean like you you can you can even look at you can even look at the, at the at the first um official theatrical the thea- theatrical release poster for guardians 1 that poster was way had like way more color, at least in my at least my opinion, like vibrant color, than other e- than than other MCU posters, and I and I and I feel I feel that like that translates to the to the movies themselves.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And just take guess one um, thing. I'll,
2: uh, sorry, what did you say? I, I? I was I was just, just going to say like, like I mean not I mean not to give us like like the ten minute rundown ten minute rundown that Jack would, but can you but can you give us like a quick um, like, a, like a quick um, tidbit about why the camera they used um, uh, f- for, for, for Guardians 2 is, is so awesome?
0: Uh, because it's uh, known as an 8K uh, resolution. Mm. Currently, most major films are shot in 4K. 4K and I right. think to remember about resolution is it actually scales. It doesn't... Um, it, it, it increases exponentially in a sense, is what I'm saying. Okay. Versus... Um, and and I can only sort of show this on picture form, unfortunately, right. but you basically just imagine a 4K as a box, right? Uh-huh. And then you put four boxes on each side of it, and that's how big 8K is. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You're increasing the resolution size to a massive scale, and you're finally sort of getting to a point that we should be getting closer to what 70 millimeter is like, which is sort of the gold standard uh, for... Um, perfect resolution like, because it's this yeah for like quality huge and resolution film stock
2: and, and detail and stuff
0: yeah and this one in particular has this incredible dynamic range which means the difference between um sort of the blacks and the blacks are a lot blacker and the lights are a lot lighter and you sort of have a lot more dynamic range where film has naturally very good dynamic range and digital has always struggled with it and this is getting very close to it so like even the out camera look is really good you don't have to do a lot of like color correction on it so it's uh it's a very impressive camera <laughs> and so that's i'm very a, awesome. uh, impressed with how it's going to look and i feel bad for every editor who had to work on it because uh that is a nightmare of data i don't know how much <laughs> data that must have been <laughs> but it must have been a nightmare uh thankfully they have disney money um uh, i don't know how billy lynn did it because that might be one of the most insane things i've ever heard but that's a different matter uh that's editor talk so that's why i'm personally excited all right enough technical babble we're gonna lose the people people want to hear reviews they don't want to hear tech talk uh or maybe they do i don't know tweet at us if you want to hear tech talk all the time maybe me and jack will make a side show
1: we'll make yet another podcast through tuscan (laughs) check media i'm sure jack i
2: mean i mean considering how quickly we splintered from movie gang to like the rest that we do I honestly would not put it past us. <laughs>
1: no, I think I think uh, Jack and Ben might cry though for you know yet another thing to edit.
2: Yeah, but uh, that is true. Maybe. That is true actually.
0: <laughs> Jack is definitely trying to make everyone an editor to <laughs> spread the wealth. We're trying, uh, but we don't mind. We love the show. We love you guys. We love doing this screw work. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> this is more fun. <laughs> All right, so this week we saw Moonlight. This is the second film from, from Barry Jenkins, and it, like I said, it is uh, one of the most acclaimed films of the year. It's got uh, amazing scores on all the major sites, and seems to be possible contender, sort of surprise contender for uh, best picture. So here is the synopsis: Told in three separate times in his life, we follow the story of Chiron. A black man in Miami, Florida, as he struggles through the years with his identity, his sexuality, his place in society, his drug-addicted mother, and his personality. So, last week during Moana, uh, Peter and Jack came to an agreement that it was okay to ask Peter questions regarding his race, as long as we were honest about it. So, Peter, with my honest question, how, as a black gay man, did you feel about this film?
2: Ah. Uh... Goodness. Um I had a very strong emotional reaction to this film for for for, for 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 a few for a few reasons and I and and I and I know and I actually touched on them um uh the, the, the last time I won the bet for the episode. Um as a black gay man, I ev- even like, like 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 I said before, even though I know that I cannot relate to all and not even most of and honestly not even half of the stuff that happened in this film i still saw myself on screen in a way that in, in, a, in a way that i more or less don't like don't often and probably don't i don't often close to never see myself on screen be like it, it, i mean i, I mean like, i'm like with 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 the with the way that with the way that black with the way that black men are are usually portrayed on film, yes, um, like like yes, um, those like those like those those characters those characters do like those characters do exist in real life, but it becomes a problem when that is all that you see in the media when that is all that is portrayed, and to get a different to get it to to get a different perspective, a, a, a different angle on that, it was super refreshing for me, like super refreshing for me to like, to, to like, to like, to like, just kind of start off this conversation about this film.
0: No, I, I definitely agree. And I think sort of the power of this film is that uh, I am definitely not a gay black man, <laughs> a sort of gay white man. Uh, and uh, this film hit me just as hard. Uh, certainly the sexuality parts were interesting but i i grew up in the less sort of uh, I, I had a different sort of approach to it than the character i'll just say that much at the very least and but i think what makes this film work so much so it makes a lot of great films work so much it's one of the reasons why one of my favorite films of all time is a film about a uh, young indian boy growing up in 1920s india is that if a film is truly magical and special it doesn't really matter because uh, Roger Ebert had this great quote about how machine, how movies are machines for empathy, that they just sort of produce empathy for mm-hmm. our fellow humans. Right. And uh, I think Moonlight is one of those great films that does that. I think it. You can come at this from a lot of different angles and still sort of relate to a very sort of classic story of identity. And I think that's what makes this film so great, as it is all surrounded on identity. The details are different, but it's a very much a similar way of of dealing with who you are and i think just the way it's structured is just so beautiful the way we have uh three individual parts all three are different sort of nicknames he has uh one's his nickname as a child one's his actual name and then the third is like a nickname he's been given and all sort of represent who he's trying to be at that moment in his life and uh i think it's just so such a rewarding film uh in the way it deals with identity not just the way then another layer of the way it deals with black identity and the way it deals with gay identity and the way it deals with so many other issues uh, i think this one's just one of the best films of the year yeah how do you feel about it sarah
1: i agree with both of you 110 percent i guess i i mean i relate to the gayness of it but i'm a woman <laughs> i'm white i grew up in a pretty affluent neighborhood so i can't relate Directly to a lot of what goes on in this movie, but as as you said, you know, films are machines for empathy. I felt that I could empathize with this character on so many levels. And Peter, as you said, um I found this film just so refreshing and it was so different to like you know, the big box office blockbusters that we see nowadays. This was a real film,
2: yeah, I felt very real
1: and I I really enjoyed it
0: I think in particular I was struck with how more um surreal it was than I was expecting it's not like David Lynch it's nothing like too crazy but it has sort of a dream like quality in the way it sort of tells the stories in parts and, and sort of reflects on things and there are actual dreams in the movie um I think that's what kind of struck me is that I thought it was just going to be a bit more of a weepy film. Not that it's not in some ways, but that it's, it's just one of those films I could see a lot of people leaving going, why is this one the one everyone likes? I like it, but why is it so powerful? And I do kind of want to hear from someone who has that experience, I guess. But for me, it's just that perfect transformative quality of cinema where it's just it takes you to this other world. And really envelops you in these characters yeah. and time too the, the way cinema mm-hmm. can reflect on time
2: and i and i think i think it's also because each of the characters fr- uh, each each of the characters from fr- from chiron from chiron, chiron i i i i, I keep I, I forget what i forget whether it's chiron or chiron i'll just say chiron, chiron, chiron. For like, yeah yeah chiron like ch- Chiron, as 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 a ch- as a child and as a, and as a teenager and as an adult, his mother, his 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 friend his, fr- his friend Kevin, um, just uh, just everyone. I I th- I think I, I, th- I think one uh, one big reason why this film works is because, however big or small their part was in this film, depending on their relationship with Chiron, they are so real and you, and they they are so real and believable and even if you have even if this isn't your experience you 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 walk out knowing that people like this exist and this is some and this is someone's experience and it's totally believable it's not, it 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 is not some outlandish thing to to think about and be like oh well the, like, like this part was totally made up this part was totally made up it's like no this stuff could literally and probably, and I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you know, you know like many times in a day does happen, and it was beautiful to see. It, it was it was, it was, it was it was so beautiful to see the progression of everything.
0: Yeah, I, I I totally agree. I think this film does a very good job of making everyone really believable. I mean, you have sort of these classic black movie stereotypes that could be so cliched of the drug addicted mother and the uh cool drug dealer who gets the kid involved in his life and it it doesn't play in any sort of traditional way in that way um everyone has complexities and everyone has sort of reasons for their pain and everyone has isn't just a a one-note caricature that can be easily sort of slapped Mm -hmm. on to get emotional grief out of something everyone sort of has a good reason for it and one of the greatest characters in this is a, is a drug dealer is swan played by uh Marshalla ali who has this sort of beautiful fatherly figure but is completely honest about his tradition and um this is a spoiler podcast but just another warning uh dies off screen presumably related probably to his uh his career as a drug uh runner uh, but as a human and as a person and is relatable and. I think that's one thing that makes this film so so fascinating is that uh, it isn't so easy to pin down any one person into these sort of categories. Even Sharon. I he's... think Juan. Sorry, go on.
1: Well, I was just going to say, I think Juan is one of my favorite characters that I've ever seen in cinema. Wow. Because, I mean... He's, he's, you know, he's, he's a drug dealer, as we said, and, you know, in our society, nine times out of ten, you know, you hear drug dealer like, oh, well, this is a terrible person, they're shady, don't mess with them, right. they're going to get in trouble, right. whatever. But he was also one of the best people and one of the best formative people in this young person's life, and... If you, if you take the drug dealing away and just look at what kind of a person he was, he was such a good role model for this young man and so honest and so understanding. And it was the first time that I've seen in a movie somebody who was a drug dealer also depicted that way. And I know that for a fact that people like that exist in real life, we just never see them depicted favorably in the movies and i was just i think the moment i decided i liked this movie (coughs) excuse me uh was in uh, the first third of the film called little and um chiron is sitting at the dinner table with juan and teresa and he asks juan what's a faggot And everyone's sitting there real quiet and I'm sitting there uncomfortable in my seat. Like, how are they going to handle this? Yeah. And Juan said exactly what I would have wanted a parental figure to say. Just that, you know, a faggot is a word used to hurt gay people. It's not, you know, well, a faggot's a gay person or something like that. It was... Uh, at, from that moment, I was like, "This is going to be a great movie." You know, right. props, because, ten out of ten. Be- love this, because, so good. I'm not that, giving it a ten out that of ten, one but one
2: line. It's like, okay, I, it, like, I you, you at least got you at least got a glimpse of how they were going to handle that topic you 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 knew, you knew that they weren't going to like use it at, like you weren't you knew, you knew that it wasn't going to be some it, it wasn't going to be like, like 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 oh like oh we're using this as a gimmick it's like no we realize that this is a serious thing and we are going to treat it as such with dignity
1: it was beautiful
0: and 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 just in, impressive to me the way it, it it avoids again a lot of gay story clichés not that those can't be good in their own right but that there isn't this sort of like it's not Brokeback Mountain, you know that's what I'm saying. And I love Brokeback Mountain. I think it's some of the best films of that decade, but it's a very sort of traditional sort of story. And this is much more about a a, a quest for identity than sort of a struggle against it, I guess is my way I'm trying to say it. And that mm-hmm. it, it really is all about Shiron trying to figure out who he is and and the reactions to that and the way society comes against that in very interesting ways. I think one of the most brilliant things they ever decided, which I've heard people say dislike, but I think is a, a genius idea, which is that we see that Shyrone, uh, in this really horrible moment, uh, Kev sort of beats up Shyrone to please some bullies. Oh yeah. And then he uh, he hits this bully in this incredible shot uh, with his chair, which I've never heard. A, I'll say this this in terms of the way of cinema. I'm gonna get on my old man horse, but uh, <laughs> I've seen some movies with giant explosions and big CGI battles. I don't know if I've heard. An audience more intensely into a movie than that moment in Moonlight. (laughs) Like it's just a guy hitting a guy with a chair, but everyone went (gasps) because as soon as he picked up that chair,
2: like it 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 was just how intensely Chiron went into the whole situation himself, going from being at home holding his holding his face in cold water to like to to like to, to like help it heal, getting this angry look in his face, stomping into school, stomping into class. Throws on his back, picks up p- picks up the wooden stool and just smashes it into Terrell's back, and continues to beat him until he's oh, dragged yeah. away. Like that entire scene, like you're holding your breath, wondering what is he going to do, walking into school like this, and then when it happens, it's like silence. Like you hear everyone gasp and like hold on to and like hold onto their seat a little tighter. Like that was a moment. At least, for me in my, in, at least for me in my theater, like with me, with me and everyone else, when that happened, that was a moment that we were all, that everyone everyone like sat still for us for a minute.
0: Absolutely, and I I want to talk about audience reaction a little bit uh, later, but uh, just to quickly finish uh, point I was going to, but I agree that seems so incredible. But after that, he gets arrested, and uh, the next thing we see before he's been this very skinny, lanky kid, and then we get to the black era, he is. Huge, he is a ripped. really he is like really ripped guy, which I think Peter <laughs> he said.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe a little bit cute. Uh, I agree. I- I'm not usually as into super ripped guys, and I was like, nope no, yeah, like, when
2: when what yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Like when, when 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 I saw him, I was just like, oh, like I sat up straight. I was like, oh, hello, how are you? Like, Hi. But I love it because
0: I'm, I've never seen a film use the body as an idea identity mask was yeah, such like a great that. idea. Ah, oh, god, it was so good. Such so smart a Great idea that he had to put on the air of being tough so he got really really big and muscular. Which is something, which is something in prison. that
2: which is something that literally happens in real life. for 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 gay men, what, what, whether whether you're black, white, hispanic, asian, whatever, the idea to not appear weak, so one, so 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 at least one avenue that gay men take is to buff up. Mm, interesting. To cha- to change to change to to to, to, li- to literally change your stature so that way, so 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 that so that way at least from there, people don't fuck with you. Like it was so smart. Yeah. To, it was so smart to have them do that
0: no i i i absolutely agree and i think it makes her such a powerful moment later on when when he's uh, meeting up with kevin he's like shaking with nerves and he sees sort of this classic idea of a super masculine figure um being nervous and, uh, and 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 sort of dealing with his identity and being brought head on with it once again and i think it makes it just so much more powerful than ending i I completely disagree with anyone
2: who says that that was a bad choice. I think it was a phenomenal choice. Oh no! Yeah, I absolutely
1: that, agree. It was it was perfect.
2: That entire uh, diner scene favorite part of my, favorite part of the movie for me.
0: Yeah, is is there like one um, storyline that kind of gets you more? One one act that kind of gets you more than the others? You said. It's, I mean, for uh,
1: me, for like, me, it was at the beginning when. Um, when little Chiron is talking to Juan about what is it what what is a faggot and, you know, am I gay? And just asking all of these honest questions that a little child might have and Juan giving these one hundred and ten percent honest answers and being fully supportive and everything. And I think all kids need that regardless of their sexuality or their social status or whatever. All kids need an adult that's going to be straight up with them all the time yeah, like
2: like it was so good when 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 Ch- when, Ch- when Chiron, as little like I got, as he was called when he was that age when when he, when he when he asked am i gay and and when am, am i gay and one was like i don't know you don't i, it's I don't know it's too soon you, to know you 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 may not know oh, right now nice. you'll find you'll you'll, f- you'll figure it out and when you do cool like it's so good i think i think for me um my like like my, my 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 favorite I guess act of the film was uh was black specifically uh par- 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 particularly the the di- the din- the diner scene and then and then and then when Chiron goes home with Kevin because be, because I think for me I I, I think I, I think I think for, I think for me that is where I saw myself the most at at um, at um particularly in how particularly in like in the change in how Chiron carried himself like when like when when he when when he was in when when he was in a space that he knew when he was in his own environment he was tough he was sh- he was sure of himself he was assertive but when put face to face with essentially his childhood crush like all of that came back and like and like and 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 i and i and I know that i, I know that especially, i know that for me especially after coming out uh, when we, when we, when the three of us were all back in college, that totally happened to me like like when 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 i when, when, I, when I when i was when I was in my space when i when I, when i when I was by myself it's like yep I, it's like yep i know I know what i 'm doing i 'm cool, I can do this i'm like on top of the world, whatever, but then come face to face with the guy I like and it's like and, and, and it's like, I don't know, it, it, it became very much a, situ- a situation of, I don't know what to do with my hands, so I'm just going to put them in my pocket and, like, look at the ground a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the sort of universality I think is good. I think we've all sort of had that quite tough nervousness of being around someone you want to touch and be a part of and love and not sure what that means, but then the added scariness that comes with uh, sort of any sort of gay relationship and the worry that comes with just the idea that they might even be gay or interested in you or you know that right the added a value of it is just again just so powerful this that that final shot of him cradling chiron in such a such a beautiful way to end a movie in a way i wasn't expecting at all uh and left me a lot of and i was so
1: questions. impressed with i was so impressed with trevante Rhodes' ability to to play both sides of chiron so well like i mean i I think we touched on this earlier at the very beginning of the third part of the story you know he, he goes from this you know skinny kid to this you know stacked kind of scary looking tough guy uh and he he played that role very well but then by the time they you know got to the diner and got back to kevin's house i could tell that he was playing the same character as that teenager
0: and it was just,
1: yeah. it was, it was, I was really impressed with them.
0: I think in general, it's was like, uh, uh, people talk about the Oscars that uh, uh, it's unfortunate that both the Chirones and the Kevins, all the people who played them, probably just aren't going to get Oscar noms, not because they're not great, but because there's just, all three of them are great in all yeah. three storylines. Yeah. And how do you pick one, basically? Like, and I've never seen a movie so well, like, balanced, like, adult teen and uh kid versions of themselves so well and all three are just really good but feel like again like you said Sarah, totally feel like part of a whole mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goddamn so what does the cat want to say about Moonlight before it gets? <laughs>
1: I uh, I hope it's for um dear viewers I am uh house sitting this weekend and for once this is not my cat <laughs> causing this ruckus <laughs> it is somebody else's cat so my apologies
0: <laughs> I needed someone <laughs> to come in and make up a ruckus wouldn't be yeah. a wouldn't be a movie gang podcast without some kind of ruckus we need ruckus mm-hmm. it's a pro yeah, ruckus I'm, I'm, podcast I'm su- surprise my
2: dog hasn't walked into my room and started barking yet so you know
0: Yeah, I'm just looking at my dog and still sleeping. I'm just like, good. Like, stay stay there. (laughs) We don't have professional podcasting equipment, people. We're we're doing (laughs) this in our own homes. So, you got to live with some cats sometimes. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have a studio. We're going to have a bunch of people working for us. We're going to have interns. It's going to be great. It'll be great. I
1: dream for a special podcasting office. Oh, God, be so yes. nice. this is a building on that future that jack has envisioned for me where i'm just a wine drinking podcasting housewife
0: uh, this
1: this takes in my uh, place in my own private office at home where i have very nice microphones and a wine fridge
0: uh in uh, the recording studio too we can yes. all hope to be there one day we can all hope <laughs> to be there well i guess i'll just throw out that uh him is trying to be special but uh my favorite was chiron was the second act so it's kind of neat that we all had different ones we related to but uh i think just teenage stories in general appeal to me quite mm-hmm. a bit and i think yeah. it did such a good job i think i just love the fact that he went from little to chiron to black i think again it's just such a great idea that his name was the middle one which i think is a great idea because i think it's in your teen when you're trying to figure yourself out the hardest not the best but the hardest mm-hmm. you know what i mean where right. it's like you're you just going through identity so hard and you're just trying to figure out what it means to be you and uh, I think it did such a good job and I think there was just such a really great sort of sequence where he watches uh, this dream where he sees Kev have sex with someone he said he had sex with and then sort of the relation to that and, and what that means for you and just again the facial expressions where he's trying to hide his, his obvious sort of affection for Kevin but uh but not sort of out himself or make himself look worse. I mean, the bullying stuff means just a little bit classically cliche, but I think it leads to such a good ending and such a, a powerful shock that it's incredible. Though again, I like the whole movie, so it's not like a, a loser's choice or anything like that. One thing I said that I texted you, Peter, and I was wondering if you would uh, comment on as well, is that I was like, I don't know why, but I feel like this film photographed black skin really well. Yes. It and you did. agreed with that.
2: Yes like you you don't you you honestly you don't get many films that ha- you, you, like um you, you you don't you don't you don't get many films where 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 there are also black actors and actresses in it and we show up on camera as well as everyone else you just don't unfortunately because it be- because it because it se- because it, it's it's some it seems it's it's like it's like whoever's working on the film is able to light everyone else just fine but then when it comes to people who have a skin tone that is you know darker than whatever it just doesn't work it just doesn't they they've they don't they don't know how to make it translate to everyone who's on set and it's like you're a professional figure it out <laughs>
0: <laughs> Peter's calling you out, DPs. I kind of be, am because I want to
2: be. I kind of am because I want to be able to. I, I want to be able to see someone who ha who has darker skin than even me. I want them to be able to show up on screen well enough. I want. I want yeah. to. I want to see them on a big on a big screen, when I go to the th- when I go to the movies, or or if I'm watching it, or if I'm watching it in the comfort of my own home. Uh. It's I, I, almost
1: 2017. We need to get it together. But
2: actually, Agreed. we're like less than a month Agreed. away now.
1: <laughs> Thank God.
0: Oh, I That's, <laughs> just, I'm going to not check the news and just maybe I'll binge learn all the deaths that happened in 2017. Oh. Like, Too I many. Anymore. I, I, I totally agree, Peter. And, and I think uh, I'm going to say just an honest thing I thought. And I don't know mm-hmm. what this means, but I just want to, this is an honest spur of the moment thought, but I was watching it. And at one point, I think it was on either Janelle Monae's face or, or Naomi Harris's face, but I just thought black people are very pretty. Yes, they like, are. <laughs> I, I watched it. and I was like, they're they are really beautiful people. <laughs> like I just, and it, at this film, just, I, I think it just it captures black vision just so well. And, it's just something I I was just shocked by uh and very happily shocked by when I saw this film
2: yeah I definitely get what you mean Mm -hmm. like like it's like it's like every person who was in this film it's like you look good 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 like like how 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 did this work out that all of you all of you
0: yeah it's
1: true though
2: I mean like from Trevante Rhodes to Andre Holland to Janelle Monae Naomi Harris uh Maharshala Ali, Pat, uh, it's like it just worked <laughs> in, in 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 that department because 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 it's I, like I absolutely agree and, and 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 then and then what makes it even better is that they're all just great actors and actresses and it's like that just elevates the film even more.
0: Also, just want to throw out that uh, it's one of the few times I've left and I looked at the poster again afterwards and I was like, oh. This is a really good poster cuz it really works with the theme of the film where it's sort of uh Chiron's three different selves in these sort of nice sort of triangular cuts yeah on his face sort of pasted Oh together. my god,
1: it is. I'm looking at it on my phone right now so, I'm like right? I was right? picturing the poster in my head as I was watching the film, but now that I look at it I'm like this is the most perfect poster I've ever seen. Right. Yeah,
0: and when I look closer like Shyron's actually you can see he has like marks like he's been beaten up on mm-hmm. his nose and his head like the the middle part of him oh well done twenty four. that's a really good poster yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i, really yeah, like I, th-
2: th- yeah, I think lot. i think i think one i think one good reason i think one good reason why 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 they were able to make a poster like that that that, that lined up so well is, be, is because is because when they were when they were looking for when they were looking for three actors to to play to play chiron as little chiron and black um uh and in, in se- instead instead of, instead of finding instead of finding three actors who who had similar faces barry, uh barry Jen- barry jenkins set out barry jenkins set out to find to 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 find to find actors that had that had similar that had similar eyes Be- beca- because because mm. it's like that's the window to that's the one win- that's the window to the soul and it's like and it's like that's what he wanted to match up rather than like rather than like oh you look like this person you look like him
0: yeah i i totally agree peter uh john ford one of my favorite quotes about movies from John Ford who said the secret to making a great movie is to photograph the eyes. And mm-hmm. I think Moonlight is a great, mm-hmm. great example of that. It's just it envelops you in the way people look, especially in the camera, there's some really affecting shots like
2: that. Yeah.
1: I'll be completely honest, until this moment I had not looked closely enough at this poster to realize that it was parts of all all three actors' faces. Sarah, oh, no, I totally admire. They, yeah, they be, match up yeah, so well. No, yeah, you're yeah totally I, I, for, for, I'm the same.
2: Like, yeah, it's that it, it took it took some it took some period of time, however however long or short, for all three of us. So you're so you are not alone in that.
0: And it definitely feels me feel silly I because just keep I didn't finding
1: more things to.
0: And it doesn't make me feel silly because clearly he has a beard on one side of his face and and not on the other. Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: realizing that. I was like, "How did I not notice that?" But I I keep finding more reasons to love this movie.
2: Real quick, quick though, I want to ask y'all: Was was there like was there any um, besides, of course, when uh, when Sharon beats beats Terrell with Uh, the wooden chair? Was there any moment? yeah what was was there was there any other moment uh during 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 the film where where like where the audience reaction like was was, some, was something that you thought was funny or that or that it was like or, or that like I just, I just, something that um something that like some kind of audience reaction that stuck out to you
1: there wasn't really in my theater um particularly I mean there there were some sort of the problem is I can't remember the specific moment when it happened, but there was some part where the lady sitting next to me would just sort of, like, groaned, like, you know, oh, how sad or how awful or something. It may, I, but I don't remember exactly what that was. It may have been some interaction with his mother, you know, where that was happening, and she was just being terrible towards him. I will say that I was in the theater with only three other people. Oh. So uh any reaction that might have elicited a gr- a mass gasp from the whole audience or a mass, you know, chuckle, it was harder to gauge that because there oh, were four okay. of
2: us. That, yeah. That's de- that's definitely fair. yeah
0: I'll be, I'll be curious about your your version, Peter, because I do know some people have said that they went and people laughed at weird inopportune times, and I think unfortunately stories about gay men just some people can't handle it. Still, I don't know why. I never see it happen. Never saw it happen with Carol. Never saw it happen with this, but I remember it happening at Brokeback Mountain at the very least. And I want to think we've moved on from then, but I think sometimes people just have some issues with that. I don't know why. But at least in mine, it was pretty good, except for one really loud laugh from, I think, a white person at, I think, just a random black moment. I can't honestly tell you what it was. I wish I remember what it was. But everyone in the theater went, Eesh, guy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we all kind of were like, Woo! Um, like, you you're right some, there. Like,
2: like, you, you, you okay? You, 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 need some help?
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, I, do think some people just have a hard time seeing stuff that's not about them. Quite frankly, and maybe that's why their actions are coming from. I, I hope that they still got something at the end of the film, but it does make me sad when I hear that.
1: I do think that the demographics of the four people in my audience were kind of interesting. I mean, you have me, a millennial white lesbian. There was another guy who was maybe a couple years older than me. And then there was this older couple. Wow. And everybody was white. Mm. And it was just, you know, of all the, you know, so random selections of people who I would have placed in that theater, that would not have been it.
0: Yeah. Peter, do you have any sort of reactions?
2: Yeah, there, there, there were, there, there was, there was one that stuck that stuck out for me. Um, it, it was, it was, it was, it was during, it was during a lighter moment in the film uh, during during the diner scene. Uh, for 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 me, for me, for me, when I saw when I saw this movie, there there was maybe thirty people in the audience. Most of and 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 so, and, and and at least for me personally, like like li- like living 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 in Houston. Um, not so surprisingly, like 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 like, mo- like mostly mostly gay black men, um, and, uh, and and um, uh, when when they when they were in the diner when, uh when when, Ke- when Kevin gets when Kevin gets up to to walk, to walk away for a second um like to to make to make it, to make to make Sharon's food and and, and Sharon, Sharon asks him some question about cooking, and Kevin re- and Kevin's response was only in the kitchen, Poppy. Like when he when he, when he, when he said when he said poppy, like like so many of us were in the if if so many of us in the room were like mm. like <laughs> like it, it was that kind of reaction where, where all of us were just like okay we see where this is going you that you like you that kind of guy now you think you slick like it, 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 it was it was just, i I don't, I don't know why I totally appreciated that re- i totally appreciated that reaction because because, of, because it was like, okay, that lets you know this is a black romance right here that's the kind of nice. that, that like that is the kind of scene that you are watching if you didn't know if you didn't know before, that should let you know now that's what you're seeing and it was so perfect that's awesome it was so perfect for me
0: that's really awesome all right, shall we get to scores? Yes.
1: Trying to think if there's anything else that yeah, I wanted I, to talk about. No, it's I, a I <laughs> it's a good movie.
0: It's a lot to talk
2: about. Yeah, was... <laughs> I can't think of anything else that But that, We're, we're almost at 50 point. minutes, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to start wrapping it up. <laughs> yeah, we can wrap okay. it up. All right.
0: All right. We're good. We're good. Okay. So, Peter, what do you give Moonlight? Uh.
2: Taking into account the the movie itself, the story, the characters, the, the like how everyone was portrayed, the music that was used, the shooting like how, how it was shot, and my very raw emotional reaction, I'm giving this film a nine. I, nice. I I loved so much about this movie, and I hope to see it again soon to to re, to relive that experience. Uh, wh- wh- whether whether it is with a f- whether it's, whether it is with a friend here, or, or it is by myself, like there like there is literally so much about this film that I loved and that and that and that I do love and I am I I I, I am so super appreciative that Bear, that 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 that, Bear, that Barry Jenkins took the like took the script for this unproduced play and decided to put it to film. I am so happy that he decided to do that.
0: Oh, I didn't know it was a play. That makes a lot of sense. Yep, I
1: the didn't X. either. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, it it it, um, it it
2: uh it was it it it, it, it was it was, a, it was a piece it was a piece by uh, by uh, Terrell Alvin McCraney um, called "In Moonlight Bla- uh, Black Bo- Black Boys Look Blue," which 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 ended up becoming nice. which ended up becoming a line spoken by Juan when he and Sharon were on the beach. Um, w- uh, wasn't uh, what wa- was wasn't uh, was it was was supposed to, I think it was supposed to be a was supposed to be a stage play but a, but it was but it was it was never produced and Jenkins was intru- Jenkins was introduced to the script uh, to 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 the, to the piece and he and and he was able to take that and make Moonlight.
0: Ah, wow. fantastic. That's yep yep awesome. yep. All right, Sarah, what do you give Moonlight?
1: I am... Um You know, I was already going to give this film a high rating. It's just gone up as we've been talking about it. Um, I'm going to give it an 8.5. I almost want to give it a 9. Um, I really can't find any fault with this movie. Um, I just, I mean, as you said, it was beautifully shot. I really liked the soundtrack. I thought it complemented the film very well. Uh, the acting was just incredible. Um, the, the And the characters were also well-written and well-developed and and real, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess the only reason I give it even half a point less than Peter is that I, uh, you know... I I am nowhere in this film, but I am more than okay with that. This film is not about me. You know what I mean? Like, it is a good film. It is nah, screw it. I'll give it a nine. I have no reason (laughs) not to. (laughs) Fuck it. It's a nine. It's so good.
0: All right. Thanks. Thanks for making my math easy, Sarah. Because I agree, this is also a nine for me as well. Uh, Totally agree with everyone you said. uh, I guess for me, just maybe for all of us, tens are sort of those those rare movies that are just some of the best films you've ever seen, or just goes immediately into your all-time favorite lists. So maybe this will be a 10 after many viewings, but a nine is, is no small Oh yeah, piece. this is this
1: is one of the few films all year, or that I've seen all year, that I would be happy to watch again.
0: Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. That says a lot. I, I agree. Uh, for everything we said, I think it's just an incredible piece of directing and writing. I think all the acting is so good. I think it's such a a unique film uh i i I disagree with saying that it's somehow like black gay boyhood it's so different from that film yes it's about a kid growing up but i think it's it's completely different structure and style and tone than that film It's very much itself and uh i think the only compared to is moonlight which i think makes for one of those great movies that it's uh so unique and beautiful i think it gives a view of a world we don't see enough on film but even more than that i think. you know, Somehow this was, even though it would be completed completely different film, but somehow the same quality was about uh, white straight people. I would still think it's one of the great films of the year, just in the, the way it's told, the way it's structured, the way it's uh, a great film. But obviously, the fact that it's about uh, black gay youth is baked in the film, and it touches those themes and those characters and the story so well. I didn't even mention the music. I thought the music was absolutely perfect, I think, starting... Yeah, I totally forgot to mention it, too. Yeah, starting the movie with the same uh, wonderful song uh, that starts off "Pimp a Butterfly," which is like one of the great new rap albums, is like so on the nose and so perfect and so right now that it, it just made me so happy when I heard that. Um, so yeah, a nine for me. This is a this is one of my favorite films of the year and it might be my favorite. I just need to see Monster Calls again and then I'll I'll let y'all know. <laughs> yeah. And also barring uh, La, La Land because that might sneak in there. And Silence and Rogue One. And other movies. We'll see. But for now. (laughs) We got a few weeks left in December. Yeah, we got some more to watch. But uh, so that means the movie gang gives Moonlight a nine, which might be our highest rating. One of our highest ratings. Of the year, at least, for sure. Definitely, definitely. So moving on to bets Uh, next week, uh, sees the release of Office Christmas Party. This is the movie we'll be discussing next week because, once again, (laughs) Hollywood is a bunch of jerks. And La La Land is only showing in five theaters, which means. Are you serious? God damn it. Oh I'll be able to see it. They even
1: advertised it in front of Moonlight. Oh, my
0: yeah.
2: God. Yeah. Yeah, right? Right?
0: <laughs> which means I'll be able to wow. see it and no one else on the cast, because that's that how that bastard. works. That criminal. I'm not happy about it. I wish we could all see La La Land. It doesn't make me happy. Seriously. I want us all to be able to see it. So, we will be talking about Office Christmas Party, and we may be having a. If Jack gets his way, a very drunk office Christmas party for ourselves. Uh, I mean, I'm
2: on board with that.
0: Yes. Yeah, so uh, as of right now, it has no Rotten Tomatoes score. And uh, I think comedies can be very wide ranging in Rotten Tomato score. You get some that are hated and some that are loved. And so this one's up in the air. So what do you think the Rotten Tomato score will be for office Christmas party on Sunday? All right. Oh, well, we've got a wide range. I like it. I like it. All right. So Sarah says 83. Ooh. I say 65 and Peter says 20. All right.
2: <laughs> I I yeah. think I think <laughs> I, I, um, unless this is like a rare moment for holiday themed comedies, I think that critics are going to think this movie is totally stupid and pointless and just rehashing jokes both its it own itself or from other films. I agree, and you know what, very honestly, to Peter, commers. I want, so. yeah, Say and so.
1: Peter, I want you to be right, I'll be on. I want you to be right, <laughs> 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 you know, I voted really high, I'm just, I, uh, I don't have faith in the system anymore, and this feels like one of those comedies that is gonna be really stupid, and really repetitive of all the jokes, but the critics will love it anyway, for whatever reason.
2: Yeah, uh, it, yeah uh, it could be, it. and
0: I, I guess I'm, uh. Sorry, go, Peter.
2: No, I, I was just, I was just gonna say, on it, like, like for like for me, honestly, mo- uh, mo- most uh, most of m- most of my reason of my reasoning for wanting to see this movie, whether we were whether we were gonna see it as like as movie gang podcast or not. Simply comes from the fact that Olivia Munn and Kate McKinnon are are in this movie. Kate McKinnon, she's a badass because Kate McKinnon is a badass because of everything, because of a lot of that, a lot of that she's done. And I remember, and I remember, and And just who she is as
1: a person.
2: Yeah, exactly. And then, and then I remember Olivia Munn back when she was on G4 TV when that channel was still a thing on Attack of the Show with Kevin Pereira, and I thought she was awesome. (laughs) that is like literally that is my reasoning for for going for for wanting to see this movie those two actresses and that and at least so far that's about it
0: well that's why i am doing 65 i think i'm thinking i'm right with peter that probably the script is very traditional and bland but i think you got tj miller kate mckinnon olivia munn courtney B. vance uh who's not usually a comedian but i'm kind of curious i feel like he might have some interesting stuff in that randall park and uh, Matt Walsh. Like, he was just a ton of like really great comedy people in this. So I feel like Vanessa Bayer, Rob Corddry. I'm just seeing more names. Um, but uh, I think it's such a good cast that they almost can't not make it funny. I feel at least in parts. So I feel like it'll probably get a uh, a sixty-five of like, well, it wasn't great, but at least the cast made it watchable. You know, that's what I'm kind of yeah. For, so. Yeah, I mean,
2: like, I mean, I mean, I mean, even, I mean, even, even if like, even, even if the movie is like turns out to be shitty. I, I, for the exact reason that you brought up Ben because like there are so many funny people in this film. I I I think I think I will still have a good time. It it'll, it it's it's just it's just that I'll walk out of the movie much 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 like how I walk out of much like how I have walked out of the theater whenever I see a Transformers movie. I know I I know that they're shit. Don't get me wrong, but I still enjoyed it because I had a good time. <laughs>
0: pretty much well last week uh we had the bet very unique jack bet (laughs) he always gives us the best unique (laughs) bets and uh the bet last week was how long would jack be able to stretch his thanksgiving leftovers and uh i got word from jack that uh quote unquote, to him uh i ran out on thursday and got a little sick that night from eating sweet potatoes (laughs) bad sweet potatoes so poor boy uh, poor oh, jack boy. he tried as hard as he could but uh biology takes over eventually unfortunately and uh, yeah i guess they they got they got to his thanksgiving meals as far as he could so peter you were correct on thursday Yeah, you have rights and responsibilities to close out the show and rant about anything you so wish as well as plug all of our shit so go for it peter
2: um goodness i was not exp- i'm sorry listeners and to Ben and sarah i was not expecting to win so i really don't have much to rant about this week per se um i guess if i i, I, I guess you know forget having a rant this week i just hope that i, I just hope that all of uh, that all of our listeners are having a good day um and and, and, and and have and having and having a good time this season without without much stress actually actually you know what yeah that will that uh, it's it's kind of serious but but but, th- but that would be a, that would be my rant. I hope that I hope that you all are doing mentally okay because, unfortunately, seasonal depression is a thing. You know, because like with with, with the change of the with the change of the seasons, shit happens. Like you know, both externally and internally. So, so so so, 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 so I mean I, I, so I mean yes yes there is a level of artificiality to it, but I hope that but you know with 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 the season with the holidays. I hope that you surround yourself with friends and family and loved ones. I hope that you are having a good time connecting, reconnecting with people and, you know, just being happy, like strive to do that, be happy this season and like, and and not, and not, and not have it be fake, like have it be totally genuine and keep it going past December 25th or, 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 or even, or even past New Year's Eve slash New Year's day. Like, like don't like don't worry be happy seriously take care of yourself anyway you have been listening to
0: huh that <laughs> was just adorable That's all uh, I yeah it I, I, was yes, very that sweet
2: was yeah that was very lovely Peter i agree <laughs> thank you um you have been listening to you have you have been listening to the Movie Gang podcast. We are a part of we are part, part of Tuscan Shed Media. You can visit us at TuskinShed where you can where you can find this and our uh, and our and our other podcasts where you where you will find of course as you're listening to Movie Gang podcast where we talk about movies, review them, discuss them, blah blah blah. Uh, you also find anime uh, Anime Media where we talk where we talk about anime uh, anime shows and 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 film and uh, and and also and Sarah you also you also like I do I do I do do reviews of of shows once you're like once you like made the whole show correct.
1: Yes, yes, we do.
2: Cool. So you got Animania, then you then then you then you have geek then you have Geek Space Nine, which actually stars the three of us um, with with these these discoveries. Yep. The discovery and/or rediscovery of the cla- of the classic star, uh, star Trek show Deep Space Nine, and then you, and then you, and then we also have Feast for Bros, uh, where, where we where we just, where we talk about uh, Game of Thrones, currently on hiatus because you know we're in between seasons, but it will pick back up when season seven starts in 2017. And then finally we have Save Point Game Cast, where we talk about video game talk video games and video game news and the like. Uh, you can, uh, f- find find us find us find us wherever you can listen to podcasts. So iTunes, Podbean, um, SoundCloud, wherever. Uh, you can all you can you can also find us on Facebook. Rate review re- rate, re- rate review us. It helps it, it helps us reach more people. Helps uh, help helps more helps us ha- helps us have more viewership listenership, whatever the word. Whatever. It helps the algorithm. Yeah, it help, th- yeah, that. Thank you, Ben. Um, the uh, Almighty yeah. Algorithm. <laughs> the almighty mm. algorithm. Yes. But yeah, but yeah. But yeah, support support us in support, support us in any way you can by, by by rating and reviewing and listen and listening to us. Wow, I this is so much more jumbled up than the than the last time I had to write, I had to rant and I, and I and I close this out. I'm so sorry listeners. I am so sorry. <laughs> <listeners>. <laughs> am so sorry we need to today. write
0: a, It's okay. We need to write like an in thing that everyone can just say. But I kind of like really the really do. Style. We'll
2: get we'll get to it. What, what uh, New, New Year's resolution for, for, for Tuscan Shed for 2017. Exactly. <laughs> 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 but, but anyway, anyway you have been listening to We Reading Podcast. We hope you all have a good time and we will see you next week. Bye.